Hello, welcome to I Read a Book Once. My name is Emma, and this is a podcast where I talk about books. I honestly almost forgot my like five second opener. I was like, my name is Emma, and this is a podcast where I talk about books. I was like, and what? That's what happens when you don't record in over a month. And if you listened to the last episode, then you know I recorded this in my bedroom instead of my closet and back-to-back after recording two other episodes. So, my brain's a little little scrambled, a little fried, my voice a little sore from just talking out loud for, you know, over an hour just to myself. Just, you know, talking into the microphone to myself, but also to you. So, what am I going to be talking about today? I'm going to be talking about Instructions for Dancing by Nicola Yoon, which is a YA book about a high school girl who is cursed to see how relationships end when she sees people kiss, and also is in a dance competition with her dreamy dance partner, whose name is X. We'll get to that. So if you also listened to the last episode, then you already know that I did not like this book, which, trust me, I'll talk all about that, both probably throughout the plot summary and definitely in the discussion section. The main thing I'll talk about in the discussion section is why I didn't like it and what I didn't like about this. So basically, this was my June book of the month pick, and I was really excited about it because you may or may not know this, but I've really enjoyed books that have to do with love curses. Magic Lessons and The Star-Crossed Sisters of Tuscany were both two of my favorite books I read last year in 2020, and they both had to do with love curses. So this book had a love curse and it had a dancing subplot that seemed kind of fun, different and interesting. And the author is a super, super famous YA author. She wrote Everything, Everything and The Sun is Also a Star, I, which both of those books were made into movies. I have not seen either movie and I have not read either book. If I had, I might not have picked this up and I'll explain why as we get into it. I already know the plot of The Sun is Also a Star. That's the one where the girl's family is being deported back to Jamaica, I think, and she ends up falling in love with this guy in one day, and then, you know, she's deported. And then Everything Everything is the one where the girl is stuck inside her house, but then has a relationship with the boy next door. And I just read the, like, I know how that whole, uh, uh, The Sun is Also a Star book ends, and now I know how Everything Everything ends after I spoiled it for myself on Wikipedia. Won't spoil them here for you guys. But yeah, now this book makes a lot more sense to me. So if you liked her other two books, you actually might like this one, Um, but I hated it. So (laughs) let's just get into the plot summary so I can really rant, really, really rant about why I didn't like it. But before we get there, if you don't want Instructions for Dancing to be spoiled for you, stop here, go read the book, come back, and then listen to the episode. Please don't yell at me for spoilers. I'm telling you right now that they're going to be some. Like I said, I would not recommend this book. I thought When I picked it out from Book of the Month, I thought, I'm going to like it and I know my sister will love it. So I can read it, have a good time, and then give it to her and she'll really like it. I am not going to be giving this book to my sister because I cannot in good conscience recommend it to her because of how much I did not like it. Might be one of my least, definitely is one of my least favorite books I've read this year. But without further ado, let's get into the plot summary. So like I said, the main character's name is Evie. You find out that like about a year ago her parents got divorced and since then she hasn't really believed in love. So she used to love romance novels but she doesn't believe in love anymore. So she has to get rid of all of them you know because she 
The reason why she really doesn't is right after her parents announced they were getting divorced, she ends up going to her father's office. He's a professor, so she like goes into his office at the school and um, sees him kissing this other woman. And they've literally just announced that the relationship is ending. And this is clearly not a first kiss. So she's obviously heartbroken finding out that her father's cheated because, you know, loved her dad, loves her mom, thought the relationship was going well, but apparently was not because her dad's a cheater. So she really doesn't believe in love, so she's getting rid of all her romance novels. She ends up biking and, you know, the little free libraries, which are like little tiny like cases outside and you leave a book and you take a book. So she gets rid of all her romance novels and this mysterious older woman is there and is like, oh, you have to give, you have to take a book if you're leaving some. But the only book to take is one called Instructions for Dancing. She ends up taking it only because like this lady's kind of insistent and she's like, why the heck would I want this? And ends up going home. Or I'm, I don't remember. Yeah, I think she goes home. When she goes home, she sees her younger sister and her boyfriend at the moment kiss And when she sees them kiss, she's able to see the path of their relationship. So she sees them getting together and like the middle of their relationship. And then she sees them breaking up after her sister finds him kissing another girl, his ex-girlfriend at a beach party. The sister ends up saying they're going to the beach party that night, huh? And so when the sister comes home, she basically is like, oh my God, me and my boyfriend just broke up. I saw him kissing his ex-girlfriend. And so now Evie is like, bro, I can see relationships. And so it's freaking her out. And she looks, she ends up like the next day, like going to the park and like sees all these other couples and like she keeps seeing things happen. So she tells, she has three best friends. One of them's name is Martin or is it Marvin? Let's see. Martin. It is Martin. He is a white boy who looks like a professor. Oh, Evie is black also and so is her love interest ex they she's got like long braids and he's got dreadlocks with blue tips and i will say one thing that's going for this book is the cover is so beautiful like you've got them like dancing and there's these flowers and like the two of them look really great like with the dip and her hair going everywhere so i will say that's something that this book has going for it and absolutely stunning as one of my favorite booktubers noelle likes to say a stunning cover Anyways, so she opens up the instructions for dancing book and inside it says like return to the La Bria dance studio. So she ends up biking there and she tries to return it. But so the woman at the front desk, Fifi, is like, don't you want to like go to a practice dance session or whatever instead of just returning this random instructions for dancing manual? So I can't remember if she ends up just like leaving immediately and then she does come back. Or if she ends up doing the dance class. Yeah. So she's like, no, no, I'm just going to leave. And then um, her other two friends are Cassidy and... Oh, and the sister's name is Danica, apparently, which is what I thought it was. And the friends are Cassidy and, like, what? Sophie? Sophie? Sophia? I'm going to find it. Give me a second. Sophie. Sophie and Cassidy are the other two friends. And they clearly have crushes on each other. So just keep that in mind. So anyways, they're all supposed to go on some big road trip at the end of school because they're all seniors. It's second semester. They're getting ready to graduate. Um, Also, you find out that Evie's dad is getting remarried to this lady. And she has not spoken to her dad basically since that day. It's been a whole year. And her parents have asked her not to tell her sister about the divorce. Recording Emma here. Sorry for the bad audio. Just wanted to make a correction. I said 
that she couldn't tell her sister about the divorce. I meant the cheating. She wasn't allowed to tell her sister about the cheatings. I need to jot that down because that's so unfair. And that's something I want to talk about later. But um, so she's like dealing with that. She ends up going back to the dance studio. studio. Fifi uh, like convinces her to like take an instructional dance class for free. She does it, has a good time. And Fifi's like, how would you like to be in our amateur dance studio competition? Like, amateur dance competition behalf of a couple and she's like she ends up being like okay why not because the book thing led her there and she's trying to like get rid of this curse so she stops seeing the way relationships begin and end and she's like oh she doesn't want to see it anymore you know what i mean so she ends up meeting x so the guy's name is actually xavier or xavier however you want to say it but he goes by x and he is a high school dropout because a few months ago, maybe like six months ago or something like that, his best friend and bandmate ended up like dying in a freak accident. I can't remember if he drowned or a car crash or like what it was, but he dies. So him and his bandmates are like, life is short. So they all drop out of high school and then move to LA to try and get a record deal because life is short. So they're going to pursue their love of music. He is staying with his grandparents who are the owners of the studio because they're still like supporting him but his dad is really mad at him for dropping out so the two of them at first like don't get along because evie's like what the heck blah 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 but then fifi like makes them like she's like you guys need to get to know each other so they end up like going on these series of not dates but they're clearly dates where they get to know each other and then they're like oh texting and like oh flirting and like whatever but evie's still like not really believing in love but at the same time like but i kind of like this guy so then um, her two friends, Sophie and Cassidy, end up getting together. She sees them kiss and realizes they're going to break up before the end of the school year and really just, like, ruin the group friendship dynamic because, like, they're not going to speak to each other any longer and there will be no end-of-the-year road trip. Evie is then a selfish friend and says, you guys should not date. But they obviously don't take that very well. She tells X about it and he's like, bro, you messed up. And at this point, the only person who knows that she can like see the future of couples is martin so martin's not as hard on her about it but like everybody's like what the heck girl like that was stupid so she ends up apologizing but like she was very selfish about that whole thing another thing i want to talk about and then once she like apologizes and whatever x becomes like kind of integrated into their friend group she goes and sees his band and brings his friends to see the band whatever the two of them end up like dating except i don't think they're official boyfriend girlfriend but they like kiss and go on dates and like text and talk all the time meanwhile if you forgot they're also dance partners so then they um practice their dancing but they're not good at this the final last dance which i think is the argentinean tango i can't remember that might not be the right dance but they're not good enough because evie can't put her heart into it also in the meantime evie and her dad are starting to kind of finally make some headway and Evie and X have this conversation where she agrees to think about going to her dad's wedding and he agrees to think about actually going back and finishing high school. Then the two of them like say, fine, yes, we're going to do those things. And then, um, you know, now we're at the dance competition and there's two days of it. They make it to the second day. On the second day, they do their final dance and she finally dances with her heart and she's like, I'm going to go all in. Like, I love him, whatever. And then they kiss, and then she sees the, their future flash through her mind. And guess what? X dies in 10 months. 10 months from this day, he dies. He dies. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? He dies. So she runs away. 
They end up winning the competition, but she runs away and doesn't know. She breaks up with X over text, basically just being like, it's not going to work. I don't believe in love. Bye. She refuses. She's like done with love. She's like, I'm not going to dad's wedding. Blah, blah, blah. And then she mopes for an entire month. For an entire month, she's miserable. Her friends end up breaking up. They graduate. She's still miserable. She ends up going to her dad's wedding after her sister kind of begs her to do it. And while they're there, she closes her eyes and doesn't see them kiss because she doesn't want to know, like, how the relationship's going to end. Ooh. But then while she's, like, after they leave the actual ceremony and go to the reception, she's like, wait, my life is still miserable without X, and I, I want him in my life even if it's only for nine more months. So she shows up, apologizes about the whole thing, but doesn't tell him, like, actually why she broke up with him because in the middle of the book, they played this game called Tipsy Philosophical where when they would get drunk on the beach, they would ask each other philosophical questions. And one of the questions she asked was, would you want to know when and how you die? And he said no. And at the time, I just thought, what a stupid chapter. Why do I care they're playing this game? Literally, I'm not learning anything that I care about. But apparently that chapter was there because now he's going to die and she doesn't tell him. And basically then they like go back to the dad's wedding and they're like sharing a dance there in front of everybody. Like one of their like dances they did for the competition. And instead of there being an epilogue, it's just like at the moment, like I'm just happy and like I know things are going to end whatever. But by the time that he dies, we'll have done, we'll have uh, written an album together. We'll have made love for the first time. I was like, what? We'll have um, done these different things. And then he'll X will like feel a pain in his chest and find out he has an undiagnosed heart disease, which is what ends up taking him down. And that's how the book ends. Let me pause for some water because some serious ranting's about to happen. Obviously, I hated the ending, okay? Let's just put it out there. But before we get to the ending and the main part of my rant, I want to talk about kind of like how my reading experience was up to the last 50 pages. So this book was only about 280 pages long. It was really short. And I read about half of it again when I was at on vacation with my friends, like sitting by the pool, whatever. But unlike the previous book I talked about, Love for Beginners, which I was like actually excited to sit down and read while I was reading it, this book I would open and be like, eh, and then I would close it. And the other thing about it, which was interesting, is it felt like every time I picked it up, I was reading a different story because it felt like there were three separate storylines. There was the storyline of her curse, the storyline of them being dance partners and in this competition, and then just the generic like friends and family storyline of her and her dad's relationship and then her and her friends and stuff like that. But like none of the, it didn't really feel interconnected at all. It would be like the first like 50, 60 pages is really like, oh my God, she's got this curse. And then the next 30 pages, it's like, oh my God, she's doing this dance and then there was like some generic like friends and family stuff and then it would be like oh yeah the curse exists and then it'd be 60 pages it'd be like oh yeah we're doing this dance competition and then again it would be like the friends and family and then it was like oh yeah the dance competition's here and then it was like oh yeah i have this curse it was never all intertwined even if things were happening around the same time it always felt very separate to me so going up into the last 50 pages because the part where you find out that he dies in 10 months is like at like the very end, right? There's only 50 pages maybe after that. So the first 230 pages, I'm just like, this is a very generic book. This is fine. This is pretty average. Like 
it feels very disjointed and like separate storylines and not really connected to me but like I can deal with it it's not a big deal it's quick it's an easy read I'm it's fine like I'm not having a ton of fun but I'm not not having fun you know what I mean yeah and then you get to the last 50 pages and I was just like what an absolute waste of my time literally why did I read this why did I read it because the whole time it's like whatever at least you know they're probably gonna have a fight where she's like I don't believe in love or whatever but then at the end of the day they're together and it's like okay fine no 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 at the end of the day he dies you get to the last 50 pages and you find out that he dies the only enjoyable part of this book is that you think she's gonna date this guy but instead he just dies he just dies and like it just came out of absolutely nowhere out of right field like the whole book's going on, blah, blah, blah. It's not like one of those sad books. It's not like The Fault in Our Stars where you know somebody's going to die because they both have cancer. No, they're just like living their life, being teenagers, and then he freaking dies. The other part of this is just like, I know that he said he didn't want to know he was going to die, but it kind of felt to me like Evie learns he's going to die and just decides to not do anything with that information. Like, if I knew that the person I was dating and in love with was going to die in 10 months, but you don't know how, like, I'm sorry, but I would be like, hey, have you been to the doctor recently? Like, maybe we, or like, you know, it's a heart thing. And like, when I was in high school, every two years, they made us get like EKG screenings because like, when you're a child, you don't really get those. So you don't know if you have like some sort of weird, like, heart thing that's wrong. I would be like, hey, I need to get one. Do you want to come with me and also get one? And guess what? He would have found out about his heart disease and not died. I'm like, the thing is, like, I didn't even care about him that much as a character. That was the other thing. I wasn't endeared, is what I wrote on here, to any of the characters. I didn't care about any of the characters. I did not particularly like Evie, which is not great considering she was the main character and the entire book was told from her perspective. I kind of, I did understand her, but I thought she was extremely selfish and just kind of dumb like I just didn't care for her character at all and I didn't really like I said I didn't care about any of the characters her friends I couldn't keep Sophie and Cassidy straight which that's kind of funny because they're not straight but like all I was just like okay they're the two that like each other but I don't know what their personalities were one of them was rich and had absentee parents I don't remember anything about the other one other than she liked the other girl, right? Like, I don't know. Martin was lame. He, his whole characteristics was that he was in love with Evie's sister Danica, but never did anything about it and wore tweed. No high schooler wears tweed. I'm sorry. Like, I know you're trying to make him different and interesting, but high schoolers don't wear tweed jackets with patches on the elbows. That doesn't happen. The sister, whatever. The parents don't really, obviously... You're not really supposed to like her dad because he's a cheater. But, like, you kind of get it, but you also don't. The mom is whatever. X is, like, like I said, I'm sad and upset he died, but I really don't care about him. But it just felt so so mean that I invested this time in this book that I thought was only okay for him then to die in the end and really ruin the entire book and take it from okay to terrible. Like, if I use stars, to say this is a one-star read is probably, like, too mean to this book 
But, like, it took it from, like, a three to a one, except for the fact that it wouldn't act, like, if I used star ratings, it wouldn't actually be a one-star book. But, like, I really just didn't like it, especially when that happened. But I need to say something on the author's behalf. So at the end of the book, there's like an author's note section where she basically talks about the fact that she wrote this book following her father-in-law's death and like the severe illness of her mother where she thought her mom was going to pass but then didn't. And so like I feel like now when you get to the end of the book and you're reading it, it kind of feels a little bit of like dealing with grief and how like is it better to have loved and lost or to never have loved at all or whatever? That's something that Evie actually contemplates. And she's like, it's never to, it's better to never have loved at all. But by the end of the book, she decides that like, no, she'd rather love X like hard for nine months than like maybe save herself some heartache. And what I'll say about this whole thing is she was miserable for an entire month. Like it was one month later and she was not a bit better about the breakup. She was still absolutely devastated. She was already in love with him. At that point, if you're already in love with the person, you don't just, you can't just cut your losses and be like, oh, well, you know, he's going to die in 10 months. So let me just like leave now. No, you're already in love with him. It's going to hurt no matter what. You might as well get that time and get in that first love. You know what I mean? So I just felt like she wasted an entire month of time by being stupid. Like, I don't know how I would react in this and maybe I'm being harsh on her. I probably am. And I'm probably being extra harsh because I felt like she was selfish throughout the book and I didn't really care for the book. So it's easier for me to be mean. Whereas the last book that I talked about, Love for Beginners, I thought that book was only okay, only average. Like I liked it, but it was a pretty average read. And because I thought it was average, I was not as harsh on some of the characters like Simon, for example, or other things like that. Whereas in this book where I did not like it, I feel it's much easier for me to be harsh and not care for them. But talking about that author backstory, I feel like then it makes it better. But also, like I said, I feel, what is it? Bamboozled, hoodwinked, led astray, and flat out deceived. I feel flat out deceived and very um, blindsided by this. This was not what I want. This is not what I planned. And I just gotta say, I do not understand why I read this. Oh my God, this was not for me. Um, let's talk about a few other things that also, I actually don't think I have a single thing on here about something I liked. I do not. Let's, Evie is a selfish friend. I've talked about this a few times now. I do think she was selfish. Like, what this makes me think of mostly, because she wasn't selfish entirely when we think about her sister, which is something I'll get back to in a minute, but she was extremely selfish friend. She cared more about going on her graduation end of the year road trip with her friends than her two friends who had clearly been in love with each other for a while finally dating and the thing is yes she knew they were going to break up within like two months but like again you you never told them that you have this like curse oh i forgot she so the curse ends up like going away immediately when she decides she's going to be with x anyways instead of um like once she decides to go back to him and date him even though he's going to die and she does make a trip to the library to like return the love or the instructions for dancing book. Oops. Back to the lady there. And the mysterious lady's there again. And she's like, why did you curse me like this? And the lady's like, it's not a curse. I gave you the gift to see love. So then you're supposed to be like, oh, you're right. And she like has a conversation with her mom about like love because like, you know, 
her parents were in love, but obviously now they're not anymore, and the dad cheated and whatever. So, like, she's able to have these conversations and whatnot about, like, how love isn't all good, but it's still love and it's still worth having, blah, 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 blah. But anyways, I did think she was very selfish to just tell her two friends who clearly really liked each other, like, don't date. And it also gave me vaguely homophobic vibes. Like, I knew the reason she was saying don't date was not because they were both girls, but to them, it might have felt that way. I don't really know if your friend who, like, you know, you don't know has this love curse is like, I don't think you should date. And the only thing you can think of of why she should say might say that is because you're both women. That seems vaguely homophobic to me. I don't know if anybody else who read this book felt that way. Please let me know your feelings and thoughts on that. Evie was just like, it could ruin our friendship as a group dynamic. Like, what if you guys break up, whatever. But like, I don't know. Like, yeah, that sucks for you. But like, there's no way for you to really say that and not seem like a selfish person and a bad friend. So you probably just should have never not said anything at all. And then you wouldn't have fought with your friends and could have had one extra week of being good friends with them before everything obviously went to shit. So there's that. Next is the dad's relationship. I really thought, so like, like I said, and when I talk about the dad's relationship, I mean the fact that he got remarried to whatever the woman's name is. I don't remember what it was. Like, first of all, cheating's bad. I don't condone condone cheating, blah, blah, blah. Cheating's bad. Just get getting that out of the way. But what was interesting is there was this scene that I didn't talk about in the plot summary where Evie and her sister go to the woman's bridal shower and the mom is like basically giving a talk and during like a speech or whatever and during the speech she really makes it sound like their dad like saved this woman somehow and you don't get any more information on that and I thought the entire time that like the ending was gonna hinge on Evie finally like seeing her dad and her dad's new like wife kiss and that was going to like do something for her but like I said at the wedding she closed her eyes so that she could not see the kiss so she would not know and the whole time I really thought that like maybe she was gonna see that like in the kiss like they actually don't fall in love until after her parents relationships over or nothing happens until after they announce their divorce and then their first kiss was actually in the office when she saw it or whatever but that's actually not true the dad definitely was cheating on the mom or I thought just like her seeing their like relationship was gonna help like her understand something but we never got that that never happened and that really surprised me I don't necessarily think it's wrong that it didn't happen but I was just very convinced it would and so like that was very very interesting going off of that also let's just talk about Danica and this her sister basically so like I mentioned earlier after she found out her parents were like her dad cheated on her mom the two of them like basically like sat her down and was like you can't tell your sister that is so unfair because for the next year the sister's like I don't understand why you're still mad at dad like why don't you like answer the phone like why won't you talk to him on the phone when he calls us why won't you like come out to dinner or go to his house for the weekend like I do like why are you still so mad like mom and dad just fell out of love which is not what happened right but like the parents have made her promise not to tell her sister that her dad cheated and what's interesting there's actually a scene near the end of the book where the sister's like you don't oh Shirley Shirley is the name of the dad's new girlfriend slash wife slash fiance she's like you don't think dad and Shirley got together before mom and dad 
like we're divorced do you and then evie lies to her and says no and she's like and i saw that a huge weight was lift off of danica's shoulders and i did the right thing not telling her i'm sorry one day your sister's gonna find out i don't really care i don't think you can keep something like that a secret forever your sister will find out at some point because somebody will let loose the wrong date that they started dating some comment will be made one day maybe you're mad and say something spiteful to your sister she's gonna find out another thing is i don't think it was fair of her parents to ask that because if one child finds out to like make that child not tell the rest of them is like such a burden like it obviously hurt the two sisters relationship because they couldn't talk about like how they were feeling about the divorce truly because evie always had to lie to her sister about it and i'm sorry i know you don't want your children to know you're a cheater but like i'm you did the crime you pay the time like if one child like i understand like not telling your children in general but like if one of them finds out it is not fair to ask the uh, to ask them to not tell the other one i just that really grinds my gears that was another thing that really made me upset like parents should not be forcing promises like that out of their children i truly believe that and so i think i'm gonna end it there i don't really have anything else to say i don't have really anything positive to say about this book there wasn't really anything that i thought made it redeemable or made me like it like i said it was kind of just disjointed. I hated the fact that he died at the end and I got bamboozled. And like, I didn't care for Evie. I just didn't care for this book. And I, I feel bad because I really wanted to like it. Like, it really, the premise of the book just sounded so good to me. But it was not good to me. So, some of you probably are disagreeing with me. You're probably sitting at home, like, shaking your heads. Maybe you've already tuned out, in which case, or you thought about it. Because sometimes when I find podcasts about books, I haven't found one that I really like and listen to all the time, but I'll listen to some of them randomly. Sometimes if they're really insulting a book I love, I have to leave because it makes me upset. So maybe you feel that way also, I don't know. But if you disagree with me, if you think I'm looking at this the wrong way, I'm just not understanding the message, I read it wrong, whatever, let me know. I'd love to hear your guys' opinions on this book and on what I thought if you agree or disagree with me. You can let me know either by DMing my Instagram at iReadABookOnceBlog or sending me an email at iReadABookOnceBlog.com. No, that's the website, which I'm probably deleting, so don't go there. Uh, the website is iReadABookOnceBlog at gmail.com. So you can email me there. Also, while you're at my Instagram, give it a follow. I'm going to be posting on there a lot more now. And also, um, like, subscribe, rate, whatever you gotta do for my podcast help other people find it help me out give me a rating give me a a little descriptiony rating thing some stars whatever the heck it is called on all these different sites i don't know i always forget to plug my actual podcast when i'm recording but go ahead and do that i don't know what book i'm gonna be talking about next week because i'm currently reading a finch merlin book so we'll see so this was i read a book once and i'll catch you next time